Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Two Idiots Reading Comics. Uh, thank you for joining us again. Uh, this is episode 43. Uh, this week, we're going to talk about Saga. Uh, again, as always, go check out our, uh, our Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. Uh, come uh, go listen to us wherever you listen to your podcasts. And also check us out on YouTube. We do record this in video. Uh, just hit every like, comment, and subscribe button you can. The uh, more interaction y'all have, the better our feedback is. Uh, so we can make this show even better uh, than it is now. So come join us, uh, share it with your friends, and let's get into it. And welcome to the best damn book club on the internet. This is Two Idiots Reading Comics, episode 43, Saga, volume 1. Ooh. Yes. Uh, I just, you normally I get a louder woo. Lord. I didn't four notice in, that. We're four in on a Sunday. and Easter Sunday. <laughs> and, um, and it's either booze time or sleep time. and I'm very close to sleep time. Yeah. Um, I didn't notice that until I was recording, I think, your last episode or the episode before that. I was like, this motherfucker woos every damn episode. <laughs> and I, I thought it was just like, you know, one out of every month or so. And I was like, this motherfucker does it every episode. <laughs> and so when I hear just a woo, I was like, hold on now. We got to wake the fuck up. And this is Saga. Woo! There we go. Put that Ric Flair on it. <laughs> um, but yes. Saga Volume One is what we're doing today. Yeah, and boy, we're gonna be all over the place because it, this is truly a saga and an epic. <laughs> there's a lot of characters, and it's all over the fucking place. Storylines and dear lord, uh, but let you go ahead and do the credits. But again, for the fourth week in a row, since Talmadge did no, I did not notes. take notes. Uh, Ryan, writer Brian K. Vaughn, legend. Artist Fiona Staples, lettering and design phonographics, coordinator Eric Stevenson. Love the damn indies. Four names, all you got to worry about. Yeah. Um, so, you've read this. Yes, this before. is my second time. Uh, which, by the way, I clearly did not pay very much attention the first time. Yeah, you, when um, you uh, when you said we were doing this, you're like, yeah, it's it's a good one. We're gonna do it. Okay. Well, you, I mean, you it's did legit, not. like. You I didn't told act you, like you had read it before and were ready to. Well, I had read it, and then like I, for whatever reason, I just never went to volume two. Um, I don't understand, but like I knew. I mean, for the longest time, it was like the best-selling comic book every month. Well, anytime I get on Comicsology, mm -hmm. even before we talked about we're going to do this, yeah, it is always up on the home screen. Yeah, it's either on discount. Mm -hmm. For later's, yeah, or advertising for the new one or mm -hmm. whatever's out, yeah. But it is routinely always on the home screen, mm -hmm. day in and day out. Oh yeah, it's uh, I mean, I think I've said it before. Uh, people and critics legit say possibly the best sci-fi comic book ever written. 
it it's really good. Yeah. I, I mean, it's a mix of Romeo and Juliet. Um, yeah, I, I definitely got that. I mean, vibes. it's a Romeo and Juliet space opera. Legit. Um, Except they don't kill themselves. Well, not as yet. far as we know yet. <laughs> We're uh, one volume in. We have no idea what happens past yeah. this. <laughs> Which, yeah. Yeah, we have Jud- no idea. We're just judging, one volume in. Judging by uh, Invincible. Do not judge it by your first uh, volume. <laughs> yeah. Invincible definitely changed that theory. Yeah. Uh, um, so what are your thoughts? This, your first this is cool. Uh, I really enjoyed something really completely different. I know we yeah. say that every time when we read an indie, but usually the indies that we read, uh, like Manifest Destiny, East West, were mm-hmm. kind of American, alternate history type yeah. stuff, or... Uh, superheroes mm-hmm. written a different way. Uh, this one is magic and universal war. Yeah, uh, something that's we we don't we haven't really done a lot of. Yeah, uh, I know. Yeah, DC does its shit. Marvel does universal war shit too. Yeah. But this one is non-actual galaxy. Yeah, yeah. And this is non. And yes, Star Wars is universal galaxy war too. Yes. But it's it's in its own realm of. But what, what, what makes this stand out, and I think we talked about it at lunch, the really interesting aspect is these two warring people, uh, one is a planet. Uh, um, Landfall is the planet. Yes. And Reef, Reef is the moon. Is the moon. Yeah. And they mention it in the comic book, which I didn't pick up the first time I read it. I had to, read, that, I had to read those pages two times yeah. to make sure, because it was confusing. Yeah. Think about, like, if we just had another race of people on our moon, yeah, uh, and we we're at war, well, we can't destroy the moon because it'll fuck up like Earth. the moon controls like tidal waves and yeah. all that shit. Without and, the moon, we flood and big gravity and a bunch of shit. I don't fully understand. <laughs> um, if they would destroy our planet, they would just be drifting into space. Yeah, they probably end up in the asteroid belt or not. They would go towards the sun because of gravity. Um, but they wouldn't be fixed in in their gravitational pull to yeah. get life and exactly. And so these two people that are very much at war um, can't actually fight each other on the moon or the planet. And so they fight on all of the other planets in the galaxy. And this war has engulfed the an entire galaxy. Yeah. And what got me, which was confusing. And again, volume one, big world setup. Yes. That also filled in a lot of questions at the same time, which mm-hmm. is odd for a volume one. Yeah. Uh, the idea that these two, this world and a planet mm-hmm. are more powerful than the rest of the universe. That's my other thing is like that. Let's be honest. This now planet these, these be... two, these, this two planets yeah. have engulfed an entire universe into their squabble. Yeah. Not a universal squabble or this half and this half. Mm -hmm. It's each planet is having to take a side. Yeah. And so how powerful, like, and if we're being realistic here, the planet should obviously just squash the moon because of size and population. But now did they say, but the moon is magic. The, the Reese are magicians are have magical powers. No, where did the they planet say, is were they weapons about, and flight, and that's about it. Okay. Were they talking about cleave or landfall when they were talking about? At one point, they, they said something about most of the planet isn't like densely populated, which would explain like 
Because just manpower wise, the fucking uh, planet should crush I think the landfall. Okay, because I know that's when the war because when the war started, the the daughter was kind of describing it. Mm-hmm. When the war started, Wreath was winning. Okay, and landfall had to start recruiting everyone. Yeah, which then they started recruiting everyone off world. Yeah, and then I think Wreath started to do the same, mm-hmm. and then it just. This entire just, I guess snowballed from there. One war um, involving these two, a moon and a planet. Which I still don't understand how that can. Either way, that, that's maybe the way to explain it. But you've got, again, like Thomas said, uh, Romeo and Juliet. Yeah. Alana is well, from Landfall. Before we get too far into this, uh, didn't Star Wars. Bro- now, I don't know which came first. I'm not saying one stole from the other. But wasn't there an episode of Clone Wars where some blue aliens went to this like snowy ice moon type place and said, this is our moon. It's technically our property. But there was an indigenous people. Yes, that did happen. I don't remember the names, but yes. So I can see the episode, see the people. And the Republic took the side of the 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 blue. No. Well, they started with. They started with the blue people. The blue people. And then they had an outpost on the moon. The outpost got destroyed. Yeah. So the Republic had to come in and figure out why. Yeah. But the blue advisor hid the uh, the fact that there was indigenous life and intelligent life on the moon. Yeah. So the Republic had to swap sides. Yeah. Or not swap sides, but take sides. And then that. that and then there was like a younger ambassador who eventually. I think she was the queen. Tried to. Uh, yeah. And then she, she brought them. Shit. Yeah. So, Look at you knowing some Star Wars shit. I'm slowly but surely working my way. Finish the damn thing. It's, gosh, I mean. You I have know. a month before Bad Batch comes out, and it rocks the whole world again. I'm just like, I don't know. Some of their storytelling. Get like, through season two. Well, I thought it. You said get through season one. Now I'm telling you get got through a little, season two. It got a little bit better. See? Just get but, through the season. At some point, you're just going to be like, this show is not that great. But I have heard Fuck it does off. get really good. I just can't get through. Degenerate little shit. I say one bad thing about Star Wars and I'm a degenerate little shit. Let's get back to the real story at hand. Is Saga better than Star Wars? No. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. Let's get back to it. But so we've got Alana, who's from Landfall, yep, and Marcos, who's from Wreath. Yeah. So the people of Landfall are have humans wings. with wings. Yeah. I guess you can say mm-hmm. that have no other powers so far. Seem to think they're like superior and higher tech and stuff like that. Okay. Um, then Wreath seems to be like warrior mages. Yeah. Um, they all have horns. Yeah, of some sort. And when those two, when they attacked each other, going from Makos, Marcos, and Alanis, I think they Marco was fuck each other up. What do you mean? Oh, right you're talking about like the, the baby's very first born, scene. like yeah. when they're holding each other and they yeah, just yeah. fuck each other up, and somehow they don't get shot. Yeah. Um, well, even the wreath swords are like their weapons. Like yeah, when they, they swing, swing them, yeah. it shoots a little projectile. Yeah. It's cool. I yeah. the magic. I like the magic and really? that kind of shit. Yeah, and it's pretty good. Um, and it's a di- like we've talked about. It's different. It, it's oh yeah, it's really in different. DC. You've got these powerful magicians and Marvel too, but mm-hmm. 
we're still just going to focus on Batman, Superman, or Iron Man and Captain America. We're not going to... Mm -hmm. I know they've been done and they've been used, but... Um, Use them. I mean, they're they're cool. It's... But uh, I think something we should have uh, mentioned before this actual episode. There's a, this is very much an adult comic book. Uh, yeah, uh, rated R. Yeah, um, <laughs> two pages in, you get a tit. But uh, don't which, blame I mean, me for what don't. your kid reads. You should have checked it out. Which first. compared to how graphic it could be, oh yeah, it could be I a lot mean, worse. They just show tits. Yeah, I mean, then also the and idea then there's of a whole a, prostitute planet. Oh well, yeah, but then also the fact that child. They didn't show it happening. They just talked about it Which happening. Which really makes me uncomfortable. Well, I mean, scarred. they killed the guy, so. But then there's a whole comment uh, from the girl, Hazel, yeah. like her side text mm-hmm. of, yeah, some people are bad and some people are really bad. Yeah. With him as the guy that killed the dude being the one she's talking about to me. Because he's already walked off from the dead, dead guy and it's like, and some guys are really bad. Well, I thought they were talking about the other people. I don't know. I have to go back and look. Yeah. Um, but, I mean, there's just so much that happened in this, so we can't, like, break it down scene by scene, because I think you started to do that. Yeah, I did. I just, wanted, I just wanted to get yeah. through the Alana and just to give yes, them their... Yes, Alana is from the planet. Yeah. Um, and also the Marco fact that they're not supposed the to be moon. able to, they thought, couldn't even breed with each other, like, Although even I have think, sex together, and then two, even have a child. I think that was propaganda, because they said there have been people that tried, and they and didn't the live long. Keep dying. Yeah, but I right. also think the two governments were like, Y'all don't need to be fucking at Yo, all. Yo, because they fall asleep in the woods, and yeah. both of them said, yeah, we've been told, like, you can live, you sleep without months, or yeah. not sleep for a month. Yeah, yeah. And they both just pass out, because mm-hmm. they're two days in to no sleep. And- yeah. Um. But, so I'm just going to pick out some of my favorite parts, because if we broke it down, scene oh, by yeah, scene, I, I just, that, that, I mean, that was the big, that's the biggest um, thing of it that I think needed to be. Fuck addressed. that spider lady. Yeah, I was about to ask uh, how's your She's gonna be fucking in my nightmares forever. God, I need to get a Glad she... I need to get a miniature model of that. Oh, Fuck you. Yes. Um, oh, I've got I'm glad she idea. dies in this volume. Yeah, she'll live on in your memories though. Fuck you. Not no. Um, oh god, you can just see his fear. Fuck like stop. Look at fuck his you. fear. Um, just imagine when just one night waking up and it sitting on your dresser. Fuck off. The only thing worse is that she could have been a sea monster, and I'm like, I have an irrational fear of sea monsters or animals that are bigger than me in general. That's, um, that's like 50% of the animals in the world. That's why you don't fuck, see me fucking around in zoos or anything like that. Continue. I actually do like going to zoos, but sea monsters scare the shit out of me. Because it's like, if I'm on land, at least I can try to run. Oh, yeah, we get in the water or fucks. Yeah, no, it's like, we're fucked I'm by piranhas. Fucked. Yeah. This big. I mean. Yeah. But like I just see that like you're in this little dinghy going into like the oh, deep, and, dark yeah. parts of the ocean and then, and then just up. see giant eyes and it's like, fuck me. Did you um, watch the Megalodon movie? Nope. Fuck oh, that shit. Oh, yeah. I didn't think you would. Um. Well, also it just looked like a shitty movie. Let's be honest. We won't go there, but yeah. Yeah. I mean, it looked like Jason Statham needed a paycheck. I don't um, even know if he got a paycheck. I guarantee he did. Studio Um, didn't get their money worth. Yeah, no, not at all. Um, But yeah, so fuck that spider lady. Um, Other parts I thought were cool. The whole planet of Cleve, like, 
a rocket ship force. Like you have some elements of fantasy. Yeah. You just have to buy in, but rocket ship force okay. is cool. So what was also cool was when they showed the armies fighting in the canyon under yeah. the bridge. Mm-hmm. The landfalls had the high tech ships, mm-hmm. but it looked like the wreath had like uh, uh, like a um, triceratops yeah. and like like creatures. Mm-hmm. Were those creatures from wreath or from the planet they were on? I don't know because it looked like landfall had their tech and was using their tech yeah, for sure. But it also kind of looked like. But was uh, Wreath just... Marco also talks about, though, like, I feel like Wreath is like a very woodland area because he talks oh, yeah, about how they some look, of their yeah, ships they are built of very, wood yeah. because they can't track them. Yeah, because so. they look very barbaric. It, it, yeah. It's kind of got that barbarian that. fighter. Yeah. For sure. I had my, imagine anything from uh, Lord of the Rings. Oh, okay, yeah. Hobbit, those more, guys. It's more fantasy. Yeah. Yeah. Fantasy. Imagine those yeah. guys. And then you've got Landfall, who looks like actual military armor. Who's like from a sci-fi movie. Yeah. Yeah. And then robot head dude prince. Yeah. Uh, that one's know. weird. Maybe they'll explain that more. That's an interesting character, though. Yeah, I've never seen a character like that. Uh, Now he's got a child on the way. And it's his dad's his not screen. letting him come home. Is his screen... Do people see what shows up on his screen? Or yeah, I'm pretty sure. Because it just it looked like he almost couldn't control it. I don't think he can control it a whole lot. Like I think, or like you know, if he gets angry or something, something pops up. Yeah, because there's when uh, he thought that the spider lady was reaching for a weapon, uh, like a baby, yeah, a rattler, a rat, baby's about, rattle yeah. uh, popped up. And he shot her. Though and she was not reaching for a weapon. No. That was... Um, well, she should have been shot on sight. Um, God, I'm going to get a fucking miniature model. Fuck you. I'm going to no. do it. Um, but yeah, it still, that was definitely kind of showing... Yeah. And these were... She was a freelancer. Mm. Um, and, and the will... Still, I want to root for the will. I hope he doesn't again, become a bad guy. I, I just... I don't know. My... With Hazel talking the way she talks, mm. I think he's... He's going to go dark, dark. I yeah. think he's going to... I mean, they even talk about him killing everyone. Babies, infants, children, man, woman, child, creature, they everything. They said all the freelancers do that, though. They really put an emphasis on him. Then again, it yeah. was his... Either way. Yeah. Um, But there's just a lot of crazy shit in this entire book that you kind of yeah. have, to, you have to read to see. Like, the Will, who is a person... Human. Who is a freelancer. Um, But he... Has a cat that can apparently uh, tell when somebody's lying. Yeah. And it's like a big, as big of a fucking greyhound dog. Yeah. So, and it's a hairless cat. Did you also notice, so everybody else kind of seems magic, super weapons, something. Yeah. Even the spider woman, she had like super weapons, like these alternate guns. Yeah. He looked like he had, he was, he looked human. Mm-hmm. He had a six shooter, and when he killed the I creature, it was like a laser, though. I'm sure it was, yeah. but it really looked like a six shooter, like like an old western, much, that much low hanging gun. on his hip. He has major, especially with the cape, he has major like Lando Calrissian yeah. vibes. And then when he kills the creature for the interview for 
the job, mm-hmm. he uses gunpowder. Yeah, he doesn't use that. any special power. He just that's what you said. Pulls gunpowder out and throws it in the dudes well, in they, the fiery mouth. Well, they say at some point uh, they they occupy Cleve because they have gunpowder fields. Right. So then I they don't, don't ever talk about that again. They very they blend a lot of like human tech with like future very comic super, book stuff, yeah. weapons. Like, I mean, like the fact that a tree is a rocket ship. Yeah, like I mean, anything goes in this universe parent which is really cool except bringing people back to life yes that. which they made a big point about yeah. that so your spider woman shouldn't show back up good in the comic fuck that lady he won't show up in the comic her armless ass god with titties flying everywhere she didn't have that big attention but still <laughs> just you got a spider woman with titties and I'm more six eyes. fucking scared of the fucking eight eyes. Yeah, the eight the, the eight red eyes was oh not, not, not lady, pleasant. Man. Uh hell, we're not even talking about the fact of uh the horror. The horrors. Oh yeah, it's just uh apparently the people of Cleve, when they die, they come back to haunt like and I guess to protect the planet of Cleve. Um, they come yeah. back as ghosts and they'll like astro project like horrible things into other people's minds yeah. and stuff like that. And they're how they died. Yeah. Like the main girl, Isabel, uh, she was blown up by mine. Yeah. And her guts are literally hanging out while and she's she, floating around. She's like, I don't remember which side did it. Yeah. So she's like, I hate all y'all. Yeah. Oh. And she just wants to leave Cleve. Yeah. Uh, so what do you think? So is uh so Hazel is yeah. the daughter of the of uh, is the one narrating the story. Alanis and Marcos. Do you think we will get to the point where she's actually grown? Do you think there's going to be a time jump somewhere heading in the future, think, or are we going to stay? I don't know if it's a time jump, but I definitely I've seen like future covers. Oh, okay. And I think there is like what looks to be like a little girl. So okay. I don't know, but again, possibly. I mean, I. I I mean, just, I will read this. Uh, yeah. I will read more of this. Yeah, like. And I just, like, kind of our future ideas of what is coming. Yeah. Now that uh, we don't have to do another episode until the end of April, which we might have to bulk record two months. Yeah. We'll have uh, to see how things go. Yeah. Um, But, like, if I got some free time this week, I'll probably need to catch up on my comics from yeah. this past week. Uh, oh, and it's free um, on um. Yeah, no. Our volume two is is free on Comicsology. I got like halfway through Invincible Volume Two before I had to start reading for this month's episodes, so I'll probably finish that. But next on the list is probably Saga Volume Two. Hmm. I agree. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So what what are your future ideas that you think is coming from this? I have no idea. Apparently, <laughs> anything goes. Yeah. Um, uh, even uh, uh, Marcos, uh, they're definitely sending show up, on, yeah. teleported into mm-hmm. the ship. I mean, just outside of uh, the main storyline, like this whole storyline with Prince Robot Four, um, just found out he has a kid on the way, and is being told that he can't come back uh, until. Um, he All three breathes, of them are dead. He, yeah, they that they, one side wants the everyone planet dead. people want everybody dead. Yeah, um, landfall. Her, uh, he, Alana's people. He just found out that 
hey, the Mooney, well, they say Moonies. Yeah. Um, uh, Marcos people. Which Reef. is like a slur for people from Reef. Yeah. Um, and I almost apologize for using a, a fictional slur. <laughs> um, fuck that. They're called Moonies. Uh, not very nice, but they are. Um, but Ro- Prince Robot 4 found out that the people from Reef, like the high government, also has sent out uh, freelancers to kill Marco and Anna, but yeah. save the baby. And um, so now he's like, well, shit, if I'm not the one that like gets them, I then I can't come back. Yeah. So that's an interesting storyline. The Will storyline really intrigues me because I imagine either him or Prince Robot 4 is going to have to turn into a good guy. And I wonder if they're the ones that are going to have to Ooh. fight over each other. Oh, I, I could see that. So, it's something else I like about this is like most comics, you stick with you would have stuck with Alanos and Marcos's story for mm-hmm. five issues, then jumped over to the robots for yeah. three or back to Will's. Yeah, it it was a lot. Mm-hmm. In I definitely five recommend episodes, they call them episode, but yeah, I liked that. You go back and forth. Mm-hmm. You don't have to sit there and read. It's like a TV show. Yeah. yeah, you don't have to sit there and read mm-hmm. X amount, then go to this one for X amount. And I would definitely recommend reading this one as the collected uh, volumes. Uh, I said at some point earlier in this month that I might be coming into a hardcover collected yeah. version guy, and uh, I could very easily see myself buying the hardcover collected versions of Saga. Yeah, large. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I, yeah. It would. De- this is definitely. It would be hard to read this single at a time. Oh yeah, if, for if sure. this was original. And at some point, I. Some point, like I think. Right after I read volume one, like a year later, I think they decided they had like a big, big like conclusion to a storyline, and. Basically, the creators said, "Hey, we're gonna take a break." I don't know if they have come back from that yet. I'd have to yeah. like Google all that shit. Um, but definitely, I don't know if it's like coming out right now, but I would definitely be reading collected more than single issues. Okay, so that, yeah. Um, and that's something I've also noticed with, with what we've been doing is collected issues have been like, I, there's a couple that we've read that I would have been hard to have kept reading. Oh, for sure. And Thor's doing that right now. For me. Really? This, uh, yeah, they're really cool, and I'm wanting to read the next one. Uh-huh. But for the love of God, I would have liked to have just read them. Yeah. At one time, mm. because, and Star Wars is doing it too. The the main Star Wars line mm. is, I get, it has to, it's like an episode. You read an episode, you wait for the next yeah. episode. But this seems like it holds your attention in one episode issue yeah. better than many other things. If you'd read this one by one, yeah. I could have done this. If I'd read chapter one by itself, I don't know if I would have gone back for right. one. But reading all of volume one by itself, yeah. I can't wait to read volume yeah. two. Um, but that's another thing I've been meaning to talk to you about. We might as well just do it right here. Uh, we need to do a video that will help like getting to the U- YouTube algorithm. This is behind the scenes <laughs> type shit. And so they say like answering like a how-to question or best way to do question and like a list or whatever yeah. informative list really pops your numbers. Okay. And so, uh, possibly doing a best way to read comics where we just talk about 
the different ways you can, like single issues, collective yeah. volumes, omnibuses, and stuff like that. We can. I was thinking about shooting a video like that maybe next time since we. We can do that. Today. That's cool with me. Um, uh, we could wrap that or yeah. uh, wrap it into our fifty-two. Sure. It's actually gonna be yeah. a lot though. Huh? There'll be a lot to talk yeah, about in that episode. Say. Um. But yeah, just some videos like that. But that has That's nothing cool. to do with this podcast. <laughs> uh, and we are. We're cutting it very close to being over thirty minutes. So, um, don't know what we're reading next week. Uh, this is Easter weekend for us. We yeah. haven't decided. Uh, I know we're going to do the continuous. Is going to be um, uh, volume two of White Knight, Black Batman, White Knight, yep. uh, whatever the second. Uh, I don't volume think it's actually that. called White Knight. I don't, yeah, it's Batman White, White Knight volume two. I don't know if it's oh, oh, I don't know if it's volume two or gotcha. if it's got like a different story, but it's if you go like in if you're on like an iPad or Amazon or whatever, hit Batman volume or Batman White Knight, and it should and it's like a whole section, and there's like yeah. a collect second collected version, um, that is like a whole another story, um, and that's what we're gonna be doing for our uh, third week of yeah May yeah so so other than that. Stay but tuned check our, for uh, Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, yeah, and uh, you'll we'll know what we're there. reading. So, and I'll try to do it before like the last week of the month, like I did this month. Yeah, we usually shoot for the fifteenth of every month, but things have been wild, so yeah, we're, we're getting our groove back. Yeah, um, but appreciate everybody listening. Thank um, you, thank you. Come back next week. And we'll see y'all later. Bye, bye.